Greetings. Well, welcome to this Global Online Kingdom Network. My name is Shepard Gideon, and this is powered by the Reconciled Kingdoms International. Let's share a word of prayer as we go into the teachings for today. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory and honor. You said that they that are thirsty and hungry, they should come unto you and that they will be satisfied. We pray that you satisfy us even with the knowledge and understanding that we seek. In Jesus' name that we have prayed and everybody will say a mighty Amen. Alright, so we've been dealing with the subject matter, pages of divine purpose and under that we are looking at a subtopic the eccentric strategy which of course i did an introduction of on friday last week friday and today i seek to go a little deeper into that teaching so let's proceed everything in life is done with a predefined or a set apart principles that is responsible for that kind of function and that kind of result. So that being said, God also being a purpose-driven God, whatever he intends to do, he has to have a plan that is going to facilitate his achieving that intention and then bringing to pass what he thought of. So it is not just enough just to know what God is up to or what God wants to do, but you also have to know how God intends to do it, especially if God is going to do that thing through you. If anything is going to be done by God through you, it is important not just to know what should be done but also how it should be done so god will give a promise to somebody called joshua and then he will tell joshua that joshua you know something i have given you i am not going to give he says i have given you jericho the mighty men the kings and everyone in it but surprisingly joshua was never going to get this promise of god fulfilled in a life in his life had he not known how god was going to do that so the strategy of god concerning how he intends to fulfill that promise of giving jericho to joshua has to be communicated to joshua so god then will go ahead and then tell joshua you are going to have to go round about the city once every day and then on the seventh day you are going to go around it seven times and on the seventh time you will have to shout and then by the voice of the trumpet and then the sound of the shout of the people then the walls will come collapsing and then the city is up for your taking had this strategy not been given to joshua joshua was going to realize that the promise of god was not fulfilled in his life the reason why most of the promises of god and the prophecies that we have received from god has still not materialized is simply because of a strategy that we do not know about so the bible says that in the multitude of counsel there is safety 
and by good advice make war so anytime you are going to engage in any kind of contention and you are going to prevail and receive the promises of god for your life what you must do is to find out the strategy that is going to afford you that possibility in god or from god and that is what we seek to find out in this subtopic the eccentric strategy so we are going to look at the strategy by which God intended to get his will to be done on earth exactly as it is in heaven. So the vision statement of God goes like this, that his will will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That was God's vision for the earth so that at the end of the day, his will will be done on earth exactly as it is being done in heaven. So this being God's intended purpose, the question is how, what was the strategy by which God was going to implement that? And the last time we read a scripture in the book of First Chronicles chapter 15, the 13th verse. First Chronicles chapter 15, verse 13, where the Bible tells us, a statement David made when he said, For because ye did it not at the first, the Lord our God made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after the due order. So anytime something has to be done, provided it is God doing it, there is a due order. That's because the Bible says that God is a God of order. And in the house of God, everything should be done according to order. So a strategy is what contains that systematic order by which God intends to achieve his goals or his objectives. So today, let's proceed from that point. Today, I believe I'm going to give us notes and then I will come and explain on Friday. That is going to help me work within the confines of time Senior etie ewo osoro se ye hunu sa kwan na ebe ye den se ye betimi afa nyankopon pe afri osoro na yam na ye hoa asasi so until we get to know the strategy we wouldn't know how to transport the will of god into the earth realm for that will to be fulfilled here now let's write some notes because if I give the notes and then come to do the explanation, it's going to help. The original intention of God, which was his um, projected strategy, was this. The strategy was that God intended to manifest the influence of heaven's culture on earth through the mystery of colonization let me repeat the 
the strategy of God has to do with this. God intended to manifest the influence of heaven's culture on earth through the mystery of colonization. Or he wanted to manifest the influence of heaven's culture on earth through colonizing the earth with the kingdom of heaven. When I say the kingdom of heaven, I'm referring to the governing influence of heaven. So God intended that he was going to achieve his vision of getting his will being done on earth exactly as it is in heaven by colonizing the earth with the influence of heaven's culture. That was the strategy. So God had a goal that he wanted to also accomplish. So we call it the divine kingdom goal the divine kingdom goal and the divine kingdom goal has to do with this all kingdoms expand their culture through colonization all kingdoms expand their culture through colonization so the evidence of colonization is the manifestation of culture let me repeat that statement the evidence of colonization is the manifestation of culture so until the culture of a country is practically and experientially manifested in another territory that place is not being colonized that place is not being colonized so what then is um colonization in in its basic form let's give some definitions of colonization since this is god's divine strategy colonization is colonization is the extension of a kingdom's government values morals and culture to a foreign territory I repeat, colonization is the extension and the manifestation of a kingdom's government, values, morals, and culture in a foreign territory or to a foreign territory. That is what colonization is. I will come and do more detailed explanations on Friday. So how then do you establish a colony? the process of extending the culture of a kingdom's influence is what is called colonization but colonization is achieved when a colony is established so what then is a colony a colony is a group of immigrants residing or living in a foreign territory with their allegiance being maintained to their home government let me repeat a colony is a group of immigrants residing or living in a foreign territory with their allegiance being maintained to their home government or country that is what a colony is i'm just giving us notes i will explain later on so you cannot colonize a place 
until you establish a colony there. And establishing a colony means you have to send a group of people from your own country to go and live in that distant territory or in that foreign country where you seek to manifest your, your culture and then your government there. And then as those people are sent there, those people are supposed to maintain their allegiance to their home country. Ain't it? I was say, um, citizens are omo wo 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 mai muno. I was say wo yi emubi. Now di omo ko tell it you know and also say country crowd per se o colonizer no. O di omo ekokot na ho. But some of us now omo na ho no. The entire omo wo hone say the a year government no ne peno the will of the government. Some of us ne kwako she enhunu say. Government non the real. Ebe yeho ewo tell it you na omo wano emu. Ano ti na Paul beka se ye wo viase nensu ye free viase. Inti our relevance is supposed to be expressed on earth, but that relevance we are transporting it or we are shifting it from our home country, which is heaven, down here in this fallen territory. And he, God needed to establish a colony of people, and in this case, the human race, on earth. But they were supposed to maintain their loyalty to the government of God. So they become the facilitators of the will of God, finding expression here on earth. That is what God was intending to do. So as the colony is being established the other factor that must be in place is a governor has to be sent to that distant territory or to that foreign country so aside the colony there also have to be a governor and in this case the governor is the holy spirit so adam and eve were the colony of heaven on earth and then the Holy Spirit was the governor over the earth. So through partnership with the Holy Spirit, it is the Spirit of God that knows the things of God, even the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit receives those information concerning the budget of God for the earth. And then he communicates it to the man, the spirit being. And then the man now will execute that intention of God on earth. That was the plan. So God needed to establish a mystery called colonization, number one. And colonization, I said, is the extension and the manifestation of a kingdom's government, culture, values, and morals in a distant territory. That is colonization. And then before this colonization can happen, you have to have a colony. And then I said the colony is a group of legal immigrants living or residing in a distant territory, but they have to maintain their allegiance to their home government or their home country. So they are there to carry out diplomatic assignments. 
They are there because of diplomacy. That is why the Bible gives us an identity as we are ambassadors of Christ. So mankind was given a political assignment. They were supposed to be the ambassadors, the colony of heaven on earth. But they were working hand in hand with the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is the governor. And it is the governor who embodies the government. That is why the Bible says that the kingdom of God is within you. How? The moment the Holy Spirit comes to live in you, you have been made a mobile country. You have been made a, 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 a working nation. That's why the Bible calls you a nation. An individual is being addressed as a nation. Why? That is because the Holy Spirit is the governor. And then he is the one who embodies the government of God. That's why God says, it is not by power, it is not by might, but by my spirit, sayest the Lord. So it takes the Holy Spirit to let you know the will of God. And then you partner with him, he gives you the ability, the enablement, and then you do what God wanted you to do on earth. So this was the strategy of God and then his intended plan, how he was intending for his um, will to be done on earth as it was happening in heaven. So who then is the governor? The governor is the individual placed in the colony to execute the colonization process or program of the kingdom in the distant territory. Let me repeat. The governor is the individual placed in the colony to execute the colonization program of the kingdom of God in the distant territory. In the governor, no ayer, a nipa announces a personality, yet they know aquaco placing the cell or no na in charge over the colony. In the onona ebema colony, no oma hunu government, no omo policies, ni omo budgets, ni omo intentions. Into the moment you rebel against the governor, then you have rebelled against the government. Into when you are separated from the governor, you are also separated from the government. So now you are on your own. So this is what God was intending to do and then how that plan was terminated so how then do you establish a colony and then the governor and then the colonization program can manifest let's take a few points and then i will end on that note the program of colonization is accomplished through the following please write them down the program of colonization is accomplished through the following principles number one the dispatch of the governor to the colony the dispatch of the governor to the colony in the governor no there was the osman of first that is why when god came to renovate the earth the first thing he introduced was the governor 
The Bible says, and the Spirit of God moved and hovered around the surface of the depth and then of the sea. That is because God is about to introduce the culture of heaven on earth. The same way there is order in heaven. If the earth is without form and void and then the waters have covered the surface of the depth and of the sea, before there can be order, such that the, thy word is forever settled in heaven. That word can also settle on earth. The governor will have to be dispatched first. These are legal procedures. These are protocols of heaven. That the word of God cannot manifest in a place until the governor, the spirit of God, have his activities in that place. So you have to dispatch the governor to the colony. Hence, the sending of the Spirit of God to earth. And then number two, you have to establish a colony of citizens in the distant territory. You have to establish a colony of citizens in the distant territory, which represents men. Indeed, human beings were heavenly residents and then legal citizens of the government of heaven. But now they are being sent, they have to become the colony so that through the governor's partnership with them, they can affect the earth with the impact of heaven. It was a very simple and a very clear assignment. Number three, after these two things are in place, the third thing that must be established is this. You must implement the culture of the kingdom in the distant territory you must implement the culture of the distant of the kingdom in the distant territory so the next thing that has to be done is the implementation of the culture of the kingdom on earth and how do you do that by conditioning the earth with everything necessary and relevant for the life of heaven to find expression on earth. So the implementation of the culture is the next thing. So the governor had to partner with the colony, the citizens, and then they have to manifest the culture of heaven on earth. So these citizens or this colony, they are never supposed to go back to heaven. If they go back to heaven, then the purpose and the vision of God will fail on earth. Number four, you have to create a community of people reflecting the value systems of the kingdom. You have to create a community of people or citizens who reflect the value systems of the kingdom of God. So there have to be a community of people. In certain individuals who have the same ideology, they have the same mentality, they have the same mindset. And then the relationship that exists between those people, as they are communing together, as they are fellowshipping together, it brings about the livelihood of heaven on earth. This is where Jesus will come on and then he will say that the kingdom of heaven is like an yeast, which when a woman makes to a dough, it causes the whole dough to rise. I will explain these things in details, but not in today's 
section. Then the number fifth thing that you have to do is you have to produce a distinctive society of the kingdom of heaven on earth. These are all divine protocols that has to be respected before the will of God can find expression here on earth. Until these things are implemented, the purposes of God cannot happen on earth. So these are principles that has to be taught and it has to be understood and it has to be implemented before the will of God can find expression on earth. So when next I come, I am then going to give you the responsibilities of the governor and then that of the colony. So let me sum up with this. When man fell, the fall of man, man did not fall from heaven. That word, the fall of man, has to do with the concept of man seeking independence from the government of heaven. So the rebellion of man against the government of heaven is what we call sin. So the sin man committed was the sin of rebellion, the rising up against authority. So when man now decided that we will no longer have our allegiance being submitted to the government of God, then the governor, together with the government, they went back to the home country, which is heaven. And then now man was now left on his own. So I'll come and explain these things and then it will lead to as to why the program of God failed and then how God intended to restore back that program. So the fall of man is the rebellion against authority, the authority of God's government. That is what we call the fall of man. So man did not fall from heaven. He fall from authority. So if you are going to restore man, you don't restore man by taking man back to heaven. You restore man by bringing heaven back to man, authority back to man. That is why Jesus said, behold, I give unto you authority and power. Jesus did not say, I behold, I give unto you heaven. He gives authority and power. The authority is the government and the governor, the Holy Spirit. And it is these two things that gives you the right to participate in the divine nature of God. And then the power is the ability. But abilities are produced by principles. Because the power of God is hidden in his principles. So that is the fall of man. The fall of man. So when man fell, man did not lose a religion. When man fell, what man lost are these things that I'm about to list. And then I close on that section. Man did not fall from religion. Man did not fall from heaven. So if we are restoring man, you can't give man religion. And you can't give man heaven. What you are supposed to give is to re-establish these principles that I've just spoken about. These principles have to be in place. So when man fell, man lost um, six principal things. Number one, man lost 
a royal family. Number two, man lost a kingdom. Number three, man lost a government. Number four, man lost a community. Number five, man lost a society. And then number six, man lost a culture. So if Jesus says, I have come to restore, these are the things he seeks to restore. So I will end on this note. On Friday when I come, I will then begin to extrapolate the details in the points that I have given you people. So this was a scope of the divine strategy by which God intended to manifest his will in earth as it is being done in heaven. So until these things are clearly understood, we cannot please God and we will continue to fail God. As long as we are thinking religiously, we will only end up doing religious things which God has not asked us to do. So until the due order is followed, even the devil is aware that we cannot get the will of God to happen on earth exactly as it is in heaven. So the divine strategy of God was to manifest the influence of heaven's culture on earth through colonizing the earth with the kingdom of heaven. And when man fell, man did not fall from heaven. He fell from authority. Man fell from power. Man fell from the government of God. And then the things that man lost, man did not lose heaven. Man lost a royal family. Man lost a kingdom, a government, a community, and a society, and also a culture. So until these things are restored back in the life of man, God's will cannot be done in earth exactly as it is in heaven. The eccentric strategy of God. So I end on this note and until I come your way again on Friday, this has been the Global Online Kingdom Network powered by the Reconciled Kingdoms International. My name remains Shepherd Gideon. I love you all and until you hear my voice again, bye-bye.